what it lies Tell me this don't feel right on time Yeah, I'm the hope I know you're weary, just leave it Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits, and that is cool water. Yes. Are they coming back? Well. We'll work on that. They are going to Pen Cove Brewing tomorrow night, 730 to 930. So maybe not back here, but they're back there. I will have them back. Good. Because I think they're amazing. Yeah. Love their music. And uh, they, they have lots going on. They probably play every Friday and Saturday somewhere in our area. So you can check out Cool Water on Facebook. And uh, if you want to, if you're on Woodby Island tomorrow night, 730, uh, join us for music. Let's see. Did you see that rapper out the window? I did. If you were <laughs> here locally, that was uh, MC Eagle. MC DJ Eagle. Herring. <laughs> so I had this vision that I was going to see yeah, a guy outside the window today. <laughs> and I said, did we see a guy out the window? Yeah. Was that weird? Yeah. Okay. I called it, and then I took a picture of him, and he was rapping. (laughs) So for those listening and can't see what we have here at the building, they are redoing our windows outside. So they are actually resealing all the windows. So for the last week and a half, two weeks, actually a little bit longer than that, along with painting, they've been redoing all of the windows in the buildings in the area. So they are literally going up and down all day long, and it's quite the view for Dina. (laughs) This morning. Because I I was, my intuition said that it was going to happen, and that's what the show's about. Yeah. I thought that's a very synchronistic thing. Perfect. Now, I got to bring up a shout out to Phil Warwa from Kauai, a.k.a. Santa Claus, that I went around and helped Santa all Christmas long last year. Uh, he said, you've got to do the Oprah Deepak meditation. So I'm on day, what, 14? <laughs> You're looking at me like I know. I don't know. I think it's 12. Oh, okay. But it really is speaking to me. It's about relationships, and I just think it's it's perfect. And it's another synchronicity. So I think it's too late to do it now, but I think you might be able to go on YouTube and go back and do the last one they did. But I do recommend a, a spending time alone, a meditation, and, and focusing on the good in life. And that is all about your intuition. And joining me in the studio, studio this morning is Misty Thompson. Hi, Dina. How are you? Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> we spoke on the phone a while back, and I mm-hmm. just knew you'd be perfect. Oh, thank you. Where I'm are you excited f- to be here. Where are you from? I am from Safford, Arizona, and that is about three hours east of Phoenix. So, And we were talking. It's really warm mm-hmm. there. It's very warm. It was 114 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So what are you doing in Seattle? I am doing a book tour. Yay. It's so fun. I've really enjoyed it here. I've never been to Seattle. Well, I shouldn't say never. It was... In the 90s, I was here for work, didn't do a lot of sightseeing. But this time we've had so much fun. I have my daughter with me, my 17-year-old daughter, Tuesday. And we went to a Mariners game, Yes, or I guess Tuesday. We're going to another Mariners game tomorrow. We went to the Space Needle yesterday. Yeah, so we've had some fun. And it's a beautiful day. Yes, beautiful day. And I'd like to think we brought the sunshine to Seattle, but I don't know that for sure. I just like to think that. You did. Thank you. Yeah. So what's the name of your book? Uh, The second book I've published that I'm promoting is called From Grief to Acceptance. And this is a book that honors our loved ones who have passed. And the way we can do that, the way we can honor them is to live our life the fullest. That's what they want for us. You and I are so much on the same page on your book. Okay. So what compelled you to write this book? Yes. So I wrote my first book, 
And it was about the story of what happened with my sister. So the first book was called By Your Side, and my sister was, she passed away in 1993. She was missing for 55 days, and um, her remains were found in the desert near where I live. And during that time, she was coming to me, and it was like a dream. Um, I was sitting there talking to her in my mind, and the, the second book came about because these were the things she was telling me about. And... I just kind of had that nudge to write it, and I would write a little bit and put it away for the second book, and I'd write a little bit and put it away for the second book. And and um, it just came out, and it was so perfect, and it made so much sense, and I know it's how my sister wants me to live my life. So the first book is By Your Side. Yes. And when she did come to you, was that something that was celebrated in your house and you ran around and told everybody? Um, <laughs> I told a few people. And it was not celebrated. <laughs> I was told I was crazy and that I was just stressed out because she was missing. And understandably so, I was stressed out because she was missing. And I was stressed out because my mom was frantic and didn't know what to do. And I was trying to help my mom. And, um, yeah, so it was very quickly I realized I got to be very careful who I say this to. Because back in 1993, we didn't have the Internet. We couldn't swap stories, anything like that. But it wasn't until my mom hired a private investigator out of Mesa, Arizona, and he had a list of questions for my mom. And one of his questions was, has anyone in your family been spiritually contacted? And my mom looked at me and I looked at her and he explained how we have the mind, body and spirit. And each one of those needs to fully pass on transition uh, before the full being is gone. And with my sister, because it was foul play, it was never solved, but we know it was foul play, that it's definitely something that her body, her, her mind was gone, but her spirit was in limbo because she was confused. And he feels that she went to a few key people and nobody could understand her. So I was the one who could understand her but it made so much sense because we did not have a great adult relationship and as a result I needed to forgive her in order for her to move on and I feel like because of that I helped her on her spiritual path on the other side and as a result I'm I'm helping her by creating the memory of her by following my path so she's helped me on my spiritual path and that's what I'm here and I have to say thumbs up to the detective Absolutely. Because just like a hospice worker, I bet you they see this quite a bit. And yeah. it, it becomes a part of like we have to take it as like it's valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, the detectives, you know, I worked, as you know, I worked for the federal prison for 25 years. And it's very by the book. And there's, you know, uh, this is the, the rules and the regulations. And this other stuff is foo-foo, Philly stuff. So for him to actually step up and matter-of-factly talk about it, it brought validation to myself, and therefore I could embrace it more. And when I was able to embrace it more, more messages came up. And as I was more open to it, I felt more at peace. I wasn't at peace how she died or why she died, but I was at peace that she was gone physically. But as, I, as you know... Our loved ones are always with us. My sister has helped orchestrated this whole crazy thing <laughs> that I'm going through. 
I mean, it's great. It's a great transition in my life. Um, there's some sad things, as I mentioned, but there's also some absolute great things. And I know it's my sister helping on the other side. And that's what an awesome thing to have somebody that's can see a bigger picture um, can help orchestrate our life for us if we allow them to do so. And uh, the grieving process. And mm-hmm. we were talking about that. I, ha- I used to be a hypnotherapist and pretty much everyone that came to me had not let go of something. They, they were holding on to it. And, and, and most of them were on some um, antidepressant of some sort because when it happened, they were so distraught that they were medicated. Right. And I, I can say 100 percent of them that, you know, over time with the doctor's care that got off their medication, mm-hmm. went back, remembered something, went through it as painful as it was, yes. uh, grieved. And they did turn on their lights and they did yeah. become intuitive and they did have dreams about their loved ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just say, you know, as this process is going on, take a picture of them when they're healthy, put them next to your bedside, go to bed, ask the universe for a sign. And sure enough, someone will come through and say, uh, oh, I had uh, one woman who uh, her mom came through and blessed her and she was pregnant within a month after trying to be pregnant for years. And wow. it was just I have story after story. Absolutely. I do, too. Working with my clients. Same thing. Myself, my clients, people I I just run into, like just talking to you. I mean, these stories, I mean, these all can't all be made up, you know, and I am a firm believer in all of this because it's happened to me. And I honestly, when it first happened, I didn't know what to believe. It was scary. I was scared. I didn't know. Um, I would be home alone with my three small children and I would hear noises. And I think it was my sister trying to get my attention and I blocked it. But once I would give in to, you know, just be open to it, I would get message. And I hear it with my clients all the time. Same thing. And I, I'll bring up in choir, they call me a temple worker. Uh-huh. Because in past lives, that was our job is to communicate. And I was a hospice worker. So it was my job. I didn't know anything about farming or feeding myself, but I did know how to communicate and to help people cross over, whether it was their time or not their time. And so you and I are here, mm-hmm. and maybe our, our upper chakras, which is your crown chakra, third eye, and throat chakra, right. are wide open. Makes us a little bit, people might think we're crazy, but if we're not grounded, what happens? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I have to remember that. I have to remember to stay grounded because it's it's so nice to be up in the spiritual, you know what I mean? And just not have to deal a lot with this human experience sometimes, you know, trenches, being in the trenches. There you go. That's a great way. But yeah, when I ground myself, of course, that helps connect, connect my whole being. So, and, and the beauty of it is that, uh, you found someone that was open-minded enough Mm -hmm. to listen to you. Yes. Now what I'm just going in a place. What if you never found that person? Right. Where would you be? Who knows where I would be, you know? And, even though at the time I took the information with my sister, of course, her remains were found. We were able to, to have her funeral, but I kind of put it to the side because I thought it was done and I thought it was a one-time event. I didn't think I would have connections anymore. I just thought it was my sister and it, I didn't get anything mm-hmm. for a long time. And about five years before I retired from the prison or what was the term you used? She was about to retire, but yes. then she was re-inspired. Re-inspired. That, there you go. So I just knew I needed to leave that job because I knew something bigger was going to happen. I didn't know what. I didn't know how. I didn't know. I just knew something else was going to happen. So about five years before I left the prison job, it started to come back. 
And all of a sudden I'd be at work and I'd, I would just be telling people, um, you're having a bad day. And they're like, how do you know that? You know, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just, I can tell. And they're like, well, am I acting different? I'm like, I don't think so, but I just can feel it. So I started to learn more about the whole process about reading energy, about intuition. And then by the time this came about in 2015 or 2000, um, well, I think I think I got my first deck of cards. It was later, but I didn't know what they were for. It was angel cards. I got them as a gift, but I didn't really know what they were for. But about 2010, I started to realize what these were for, about five years. And then when I started realizing all of this, it started opening up for me again. And the more I started listening to different radio shows or reading books or whatever it was, it became so clear to me, oh, my gosh, I have this. This is what I can do. And um, and it was, of course, divine timing, you know, and maybe maybe I needed the other maybe I needed more validation from other people. And one person that really helped me with my mediumship was John Holland. Um, I was able to see him several times in Phoenix, and he really helped me with my intuition and developing it. And, you know, he he himself in one of his books talks about that, about how uh, you most of us have to go through a traumatic event for our spiritual side to open up. Well, my traumatic event was lived through my sister. And... Um, yeah, so it's just all fascinating how it all just came together for me. Can I tell the beauty of it as yeah. watching you right now is that the trenches for you yeah. w- was the prison. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was. And very that true. brought you back down to earth where yes. now you can you can ch- you are channeling. You're yeah, taking in information, mm-hmm. but you can do it without taking yourself and yes. and, and and you'll hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't get grounded and you don't have the lower chakra which is your root chakra and your sacral, yes. you don't have that and you're running around telling people what to do and all this and that. I've seen people get fried. <laughs> yeah, that so, was me in the beginning because I didn't understand that part of it. And I would do a reading for somebody and I would be exhausted, Mm -hmm. drained. Um, And now I have to remember and I have to be very careful with that. Uh, I'm hit and miss, I'll be honest. I mean, I meditate for the most part. I do really well and then I slip off and, you know, I be honest. It's the real world. I mean, it's the real (laughs) world, yeah. Um, But I do find when I do meditate, I am so much better and I feel so much better and I am able to, to channel and and read my intuition so much better. It's just amazing how that works. But yeah, it's it's just it, it was it's been a whole learning process. And the great part about it is I didn't realize at the time, you know, for me it was like I didn't realize at the time what was happening. I just followed followed that guidance that was coming to me or whatever open door I was I felt into it, like, did it make my stomach feel in knots? Then no. Or if it made me feel like light up, I'm going to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, and just trust it. And the more I did that, the more things opened up for me. And in in your book, the point of the courage to be yourself. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that is still something I have. it. I mean, I'm I'm better at it, but I still have people that judge me that are close to me, my family, who don't understand what I'm doing. They don't want to understand what I'm doing. They don't at least give me the time of day to present what I'm doing. And then they can make a judgment call. 
And if it's not for them, that's fine. But to be judged on something they don't really know enough about is hurtful, but it's understandable, and that's fine. Um, You just learn how to not totally push them out of your life, but learn how to just, you know, I won't talk about that in front of them and I'll respect that of them and they can respect that of me. And, but yeah, it, it is, it, it does take a lot of courage to be who you are. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I start my book with a client saying, you know how hard it is to be yourself <laughs> because yeah. as soon as you open up that higher part of yourself, you mm-hmm. start thinking for yourself yeah. and spirit leads the way because it knows exactly what your purpose and your passion is. Yes. You are not going to be going to the same job you did 10 nope. years ago. Mm-mm. You're not going to have the same friends. Nope. You're going to spend more time alone in yep. nature and you're yep. going to probably... Uh, have true. a quality of the people around you because your energy is just going to feel better that way. Yes, absolutely. And you're going to be with people who are like-minded and respect where you're at just as you respect where they're at. And like you said, it's not quantity. It'll be quality of friends. And, and you know, where I live, we don't have a whole lot of people that are like-minded like me. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> You'll attract them. because I am. Yeah, it's a multiverse. Absolutely. We're all true. writing songs every day. We all have our song, and there's lots of songs being sung. Mm-hmm. So I love artists, musicians. I love hanging out with young kids, going any place where I see Mother Nature in, in the birds, because then my song becomes, like, not a rap song. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's my own song. I haven't, what, what genre would I be, Benny? <laughs> uh, that's a good question to be honest well we're going to go to break and then we're going to figure that out <laughs> you're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie stay tuned you're on the hook I know you're weary just leave it all behind if you see it shine I won't grab a hold of it yeah 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 if you see it shine The 10th Annual Cider Summit Seattle returns to South Lake Union on Friday and Saturday, September 6th and 7th. This year's Cider Summit is celebrating 10 years by moving to a beautiful new location, Lake Union Park. Cider Summit is an over 21 event and is the largest hard cider sampling opportunity featuring nearly 200 ciders, cider cocktails, and even apple spirits. There will be live music, specially paired foods for sampling and purchase, plus a dog lounge. Tickets and event information is available at CiderSummit.com. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Elder Bay Grocery has been locally owned and operated by the same family for over 25 years. They're located at the south end of Camano Island at the intersection of Mountain View and Elder Bay Road. 
and is less than two miles away from the Camino Island and Cama Beach State Parks. Kara's Kitchen at Elger Bay Grocery offers burgers, local craft beers on tap, sub sandwiches, pizza, live music, and free Wi-Fi for customers to stay connected while enjoying their affordable and family-friendly dining. Stop by to refuel the car or even treat the kids to a hand-scooped ice cream cone. For more information, visit elgerbaygrocery.com. That's E-L-G-E-R baygrocery.com. Or like Elger Bay Grocery on Facebook. It's always a great day at Elger Bay. Crabbing season is here. Stop by Elger Bay Grocery for all your gear you will need. They have licenses, pots, bait, and ice. Are you a beginner? Well, Elger Bay has a staff that can give you all the information you will need to get started. Happy crabbing and see you on Camino Island. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. I decided my uh, genre is whatever Cool Water is doing. <laughs> I think it has a little more. You need a little more upbeat then. Okay, then. All right. That's not to say they're not. Maybe on I'll the write other side. a song with my genre. Then do it. And create it. You know myself. a couple artists to help with? So. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. I need to be authentic. I need to be myself. And I, that's, I should write a song that reminds me of me. I'm going to. Yeah. I am. I wrote a song yesterday. Oh, gosh. Man, see? It's all good. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I want to do a songwriter's workshop and teach people how to write their own songs or introduce them to how to write their book. Oh, awesome. Because everyone's That's got it great. right there as an idea, but then mm-hmm. we got to act on it and put our yep. heart and soul into it. So I want to talk a little bit about intuition. I love that subject. <laughs> how do you know it's your intuition? At first, I didn't. You know, I did not know that because the first, and even now I'm thinking, is that just my mind playing a trick on me? But what I decided to do was just go with it. What's the worst that could happen? But I did find that what works for me and what I tell my clients that if you're not sure, ask for a clear sign that you will understand. And also, if you get a similar or same message, like two different times from two different sources, then it's an absolute positive sign. And that's kind of like what I started to do. And now I just know. I'll know if it's my mind or because I've been doing it enough now. But um, I, I suggest that because it will work. And you just have to ask. You know, I work a lot with angels and it's you have to ask. You know, we have free will and we make our choices and we can ask for help. And if you ask for help, whether it's your loved one or which are I know my loved my sister's helping me anyways, but or an angel, whatever it is. They will give you a sign and you may not understand that sign, but, you know, you just have to trust it and go on. And I call it three strikes you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there you get you the three yeah. green lights, you know that the intuition was correct and then you yep. can act on it. But you got to wait for the, the signs and the yes. synchronicities. And the, they're so whimsical. My friend calls it the universe winking at you. I love that. So I, with the chakra work, the first thing you do is ask. Mm-hmm. Then you shall receive. You get yes. the party started. You ask. Oh, yeah. be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you ask for. That is for sure. And then you have to silence your mind and get to a place where you're meditating. But for me, it's just going into the woods, mm-hmm. uh, going to, uh, for a ride on my bike, but also, you know, active meditating. Yes. Quieting your mind. And then the universe can make the phone call. But if you're blah, 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 blah yep. all day long, you are not going to get uh, any intuitive hunch. Then you're going to hear, hear a small, still voice. 
mm-hmm. and it's going to be Dina, take a right. It'll be exact. It's just so quick and to the point. It doesn't yes. go back and forth. Nope. And then basically you're going to have to maybe act on what the voice says. So there's there comes yes. the courage. That's right. That's the courage to trust. Yeah, to trust it. And, you know, again, with me, I made some wrong choices, even though I heard that voice. And as a result, same exact thing. So if your intuition is right on because I should have taken a, a left, actually. I turned right and I got into a car accident. Well, yeah. and it says, so, how do you know if it, it, it how do you know? And you said mm-hmm. it feels good. Yeah, it does. It feels good. It just feels settled. You get that excited feeling or happy feeling. You always know we have that sixth sense. You get the knots in your stomach. You know it's not a right choice, so don't do it. Or the obligated obligation. Obligation. Ooch, ouch. Hate it. Guilt. Uh, <laughs> y- guilt. Yes. Oh, that's awful. So yeah. It's clear to the point. It could be images, thoughts. You just know. Mm-hmm. And and I think how you really know is like if you can write it down or tell someone, if you know somebody that really loves who you are and you can be yourself and you run to them and you you can say I just had this voice it told me to do this it feels right and then it gets bigger now it's out of your head yep. and it's into the real world yes that's when it gets scary again yes exactly <laughs> it's a yep it's that's exactly true and then you know you trust it again and then the, the thing happens and then again you get scared again yeah it's so true it's exactly what I'm going through right now well, we all go through it all the time. Well, I think we have linear time because I can see the things that I was fearful of and the things that the intuition told me to do, yeah. and I did them. And now I can see how amazing my journey's been yes. because intuition led me instead of my fearful, guilty, if I don't do this, I'm you know mm-hmm. a bad person. Right, yeah. You know, and that's exactly, I as the human side of me, of course I get that scared feeling. But then I look back, like you said, I look back and it's like, no, I will be okay. I trust. I know my sister's with me. I know God and the angels are with me. It's going to be okay. I wouldn't be on this path for no reason. So you get that fear, but then you know that it's just, I call it your mind is just trying to protect you, you know, because it's limiting, it's limiting beliefs, but I have found that with my mind, it's just, and I try not to think my ego is, you know, sabotaging me, but I feel like my, my mind is just trying to protect me. I feel like the ego tries to protect, puts the fear on, doesn't want us to, doesn't want us to feel disappointed in any way. And when it does that, then it, you know, but, but you're not living your life to the fullest. Exactly. But there's a time for that. There's a time for that fear to come in. That's why we have it. But it's not to live our life to the fullest. That's not what fear is about. Fear is, oh, should I walk down that dark alley? Uh, nope, don't do it. Okay, and that's your intuition, and, and I also feel your ego, your mind But one time it told you, me to walk down the alley, and I ran into Santa Claus, and he was hiding from all the people in Leavenworth. And I got my picture with him. I was kidding. <laughs> I was like, say that, but it's just random, but, but you know, sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes, yeah, but you probably had a good feeling about it did, and not yeah. like a scary feeling. No. Yeah, and that's the thing. You just, it's reading your body. It's reading, you know, that's why we have those emotions. That's why we have those feelings that we do have because there is a purpose to them. And I've also had my intuition tell me to do nothing. And oh, that, yeah. that sometimes that's the hardest thing is yes. just to sit in it for a while mm-hmm. and, and it will say, take care of yourself, sleep in, don't. Do well, I'll say like it's not the timing's wrong, or just it'll say it, it, it just like that. 
but the the intuitive intuitive part of yourself is is the way you get what you want if your intentions are set you yes. know that you deserve it because right. that's another thing your heart that's chakra. a limiting belief for sure yeah that do i deserve it well of course you do so let's talk about being an author because when sure. i wrote my books mm-hmm. i was compelled to write them and yes. they're really weird and i had such a hard time giving it to my family even mm-hmm. though the aura's angel was for my family my grandma said write the book before you know everyone starts passing away yes it was really hard to to hand my baby over to someone else that would be judgmental yeah. I'd rather give even our new CD we did to a stranger than to someone I know. Right. Which sure. is so weird. <laughs> right? I know. And that goes back, like, with me with my family. I thought my family would be supportive, and I was very mistaken. But that's okay. But, yeah, the, the very first book I wrote, the only reason why I wrote it is because my mom asked me to. And I wasn't really planning on it. I don't, you know, I don't consider myself, like, a big author. I mean... <laughs> I've published books, and and I think the reason why I don't feel that way is because these are just stories to help people, and and it's my story, and I think everybody has a story worth telling because any somebody can can benefit a, your from your story, no doubt about it. But the first book, it was my mom. You know, she wanted Stephanie's story to be out there, and my sister, and she just couldn't do it. So she did ask me if I would do that, and I did. And thank God she did because it was very therapeutic, and that's how I got the messages, and that's how my path really got set in motion once I wrote that first book. And everything just started happening. Pretty pretty fun. (laughs) Pretty fun. You got on the dance floor. Yeah, I got on the dance floor, yeah. And I get off for just a little break, and then I get back on the dance floor, you know, and— you know, and look, now I'm in Seattle. This is awesome. <laughs> and I just had a, a, my first reading in a long time. And, and it, that was, she wanted to do her memoirs of her family. And mm-hmm. that's the prescription, you know, just to start writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Just start writing. You know, I felt that I had to write in order how I felt the book needed to go. Mm-mm. The first book is like that only because it's in chronological order based on the dates. Because my, it's based on my mom's journals that she wrote every single day what was happening wow. with my sister's investigation. So, of course, I don't go into every single day, but the highlights are in there. But the other one is just start writing. When you feel it, just start, just start writing something. And it doesn't have to make a whole lot of sense at first. It's a process, just like everything else. <laughs> I gave my first, like, <laughs> it was sad. The guy's like, this is horrible. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's not. And it was another year when I yeah. did put it all together in a mm-hmm. different way and it made more sense but I w- it was a process it took me a year just to figure out what I was doing yeah but you know because that mine's like a, a manual how to the our energy matters but in the end it was all you have to do and now I was thinking to my client the other day all you have to do is talk to text right and then you copy that put it in your yes. word document and you are I there's no reason you can't write a book that's true <laughs> that is very true you could do that you know just sitting on the couch, you know what I mean? Just eh, talking to yourself. Yeah, talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, everybody, I am a firm believer that everybody has a story and somebody in this world can benefit from their story. Well, I I think that the best thing I ever did well, is write the book. And yeah. I did have an, an intuition. I feel like it was it was leading the whole way. And when I didn't want to do it, it, it would... I'd get an email or something yeah. weird would happen where I knew I had to finish it. And we had a show a couple, maybe four weeks ago with 
a man that came to me and I said, oh, you have angels behind you. And he's like, you're freaking me out. Don't tell me that. And then the next time I saw him, I said, what's your grandmother's name? Because he says his grandmother says there's angels behind him. He goes, Aura. Well, that's why I finished the book. And I still, my heart sings because that synchronicity, his grandma's name was Aura. And I got to send my finished Aura's Angel coloring book to her. And he has changed his whole life and he lives in Colorado. But anyways, Curtis Reeve, I still think he's the most amazing man. But it was, he was in a bad place. I was in a bad place. And by finishing the book... That also opened all my chakras. Yeah, it does. It's very therapeutic. So for anything else, even if it doesn't get published and out in the world, it will be therapeutic to people, um, well, and without if you a doubt. Do want it to get finished? You look Absolutely. back up. You ask for guidance. Absolutely. Certain people come into your lives. Absolutely. Lives. I've had many. <laughs> Anyways, they'll come into your life. This one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they will help you. And that's another thing. When you get to the lower chakras, that's your sacral, your and your root chakra. You want, I say, kind, gentle, fascinating people. But you want people that are supportive, that encourage yes. you. See, uh, they say, you know, I really love what you're doing here, but you misspelled 25 words. Yeah. That's what you want. You want yes. you don't want someone like cutting you down because they don't want you to shine. I used to have all oh, these yeah. people that were mean to me as soon as I got my book out there. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. It it's hard it's disheartening, you know, because you put your heart and soul out there and and you get criticized and you know, I've learned that it's because of their limiting beliefs and it's, you know, they feel guilty because they're not following their dreams. Their dreams. Yeah. And so that's all that is. And it's sad. You know, um, but, you know, I was there, too. I can't, you know, I, I used to be that person. But now, I mean, it's I just do what I can to follow my path. And I'm so grateful that my sister is guiding me. And um, and all of this that I have accomplished thus far is totally from my spirit guides, my angels, I mean, just guiding me. And it's me choosing to trust it. That's all it is. And in intuition, so there's intangibles, right? You have your creativity, you have your ideas, you have all right. these these juices, but you can't see them. Now your heart chakra is the the altar. So when you love yourself and you give and receive equally to yourself and others, mm-hmm. then you can manifest in physical form, which is your tangible. So you have your power chakra, which is the one that makes you write the book. It's the one that kind of, it makes me do things I don't want to do. And then I'm happy after I did. Yes. So it makes me exercise. It makes me eat right when I want to have something I I shouldn't. That's your, your power chakra, which is right below your heart. Now your sacral, that's where you surround yourself with those kind, gentle, fascinating people and your support system. So you got to put yourself on a diet of cool people. Yes. And it took me years to pick up the phone and feel that gut feeling like, why am I talking to this person for an hour? And then not call them back, not answer their messages anymore. And then other people came into my life because I set intentions. Now, that was my struggle all along is to find that support system, my tribe. Then when I have an idea, now I have people that come in and want to help me. They're they edit and they, they do a, like they read it and they tell me honestly what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And then the root chakra is when you physically have your book in your hand. Yeah. Then guess what? You got to go back to the top and figure out what you're going to do with it. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly true. So very true. But yeah, I love what you said about surrounding yourself because that's exactly I've been so fortunate that all the people that I've been surrounded with have been like minded people who are heart centered and. And I will only work with heart-centered people. That's just how it is. And um, they have to agree with what I'm doing or 
not be judgmental about it, I guess I should say. Supportive. supportive. Yes, they have to be supportive. But yeah, the first book, it was, you know, somebody who does, she's like an author coach and she's so kind. And I have so many mentors. I mean, I really do. And um, they've all been so awesome and supportive. And because of them, it gave me the confidence to take that next step. And, you know, and, and it's interesting with this from grief to acceptance. I was working with some people as another author coach for that book. They introduced me to somebody who edited it, who is heart centered. She introduced me to the publicist who introduced me to the digital strategist. You know, it's just funny. Uh-huh. And <laughs> and then all of the other people in between. And, and so that's been awesome because everybody is on the same page as being heart centered. And, and so I do the chakras. I'm watching her. You yeah, you right can see me. <laughs> She's, she keeps putting her arms over her heart. Yeah. And, and the word is kind. Yeah. If you can find kind people, your heart. Yes. Yes. You can keep it open. You can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can express express yourself. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that is interesting you bring that up because when I was working at the prison, I would have strep throat like eight times in one year. And that's because I couldn't speak my truth. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak what I needed to. My throat chakra was, you know, Lock. dying and blocked and because I couldn't speak and, and be who I needed to be. And and for fear, well, part of it was me because I for fear of being judged or for fear of not being accepted or whatever it is. But now I can, I don't have that problem anymore. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you're a temple worker in the trenches. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's exciting. And so you're going to be, again, at, mm-hmm. oh, at East West? Yes, at East West Bookshop on Sunday at, um, I believe that starts at 5. And um, and then actually tonight I'll be at Barnes & Noble at Northgate Mall from 6 to 8. And um, the, the um, presentation at East West Bookshop is going to be about intuition. We're going to talk more about intuition and how it can help us with healing on all levels, not just grief, but just healing in general. But I do believe grief is one of the hardest things us as humans will have to work through. And um, tonight, you know, we'll be I'll be doing a little presentation and then doing a book signing at Barnes and Noble. And your website? My website is www.mistymthompson.com. Misty Thompson. And um, you're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Yep. Mystified Enlightenment. From Grief to Acceptance. Yes. And let's talk about grief. Yes. How important it is to move through grief. It's so important. If you do not move through grief, you will be stuck in the hamster wheel over and over and over. And again, I on my Facebook group, web, my Facebook group, all these people are, I, I was talking, you know, with my, with my friend and I've lost my mom and I'm just lost and I don't know what to do and there's so much guilt and I can't move forward and, and I know it's not easy, but it is easy. Choose yourself. I mean, it's an easy thing, but it's, I understand life gets in the way and we want to be there. Like you said, we have those obligations and that's such a heavy word, but, um, but there's a way to manage all of that, but it's, you have to make the choice to put you first because you can't help anybody else if you don't take care of you. And, you know, I talk to them, I do Facebook lives in my group and I talk to them about all of this and it's so sad. People are just stuck. They cannot move forward. And 
my mom was there. My mom has come so far. But it's exactly that. I think, you know, I would tell my mom, why why aren't you honoring Stephanie? Do you do you think she wants you to sit here all upset, you know? And that's what I say but in my group, I'm like, what would your mom want for you? I know for me, I know my kids are like, oh, God, here she goes again. But, you know, <laughs> I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, when I go, if it's before you, do not sulk. Do not have guilt. Just don't be heavy about it. Live your life. You want to do right by me? Then go live your life for you. And I've been telling them that. But, yeah, if you don't move through it, you will be stuck. And you will be miserable. And you said something at the beginning of the show. What I get from the people that cross over is they want to have us experience as much tangible things. Eating and hugging and swimming because they are living through us at times. Absolutely. And they don't have a body. So when they feel, when they are around us and we feel joy and pleasure and we are accompanied by other people like that, they get kind of a rush a yeah high they, they sense it they know it not the same way we feel it but yeah they absolutely know it so for us to be heavy and with with whatever it is anger or sadness or whatever it is guilt that's a big one you're bringing them down and the way to make them happy because a lot of us are people pleasers to make them happy is to live your life Lift to your the spirit. Yes, exactly, spirits. exactly. And it, it's a process. So go through the Absolutely. grieving. You go through the holidays and the birthdays, and you know, cry and get mad and, and yeah. express yourself like a two-year-old. Exactly. Whenever it feels right. Yes, absolutely. You have to do that. You have to express the feelings. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing it at the middle, the middle of a grocery store. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. <laughs> when it happens, it happens. When it happens, it happens. But, you know, for me, I still have moments. My sister's been gone 25-plus years, and I still i will hear a song, and it makes me sad. And just thinking about it makes me sad. Because, because you're human. Yay. Yeah. And, and so open. I will put, you know, go to a room and cry. Yeah. Crying is good for us. It really is. It's a prescription. It really is. Well, we're going to take our last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. Stay tuned. Join Misty Thompson, intuitive spiritual life coach and best-selling author, Sunday, July 28th, 5 to 7 p.m. at the East-West Bookshop for her workshop, Using Your Intuition to guide you towards healing. You will learn how to trust and believe that you too can use your intuition to guide you towards healing any part of your life. Tapping into your intuition takes practice, but when you do open yourself up, it can become transformative and a lasting way to heal. Register at eastwestbookshop.com. Need a weekend at the beach? If so, join us Saturday and Sunday, August 24th and 25th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Ocean Shores Convention Center. The Ocean Shores Body and Soul Festival is a full weekend with intuitive readers, healers, vendors, plus free talks and classes overlooking the beautiful Washington coastline. This year's donations will go to North Beach Children and Family Care Alliance. For more information, visit Ocean Shores Body and Soul Festival on Facebook. Lift your spirits this summer and join us in Ocean Shores. 
Tune in to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150. You will be introduced to fascinating people, discover fun places to visit, and be encouraged to participate in activities that will lift your spirits. For a schedule of upcoming guests, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. For archive shows, go to 1150kknw.com. Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie is sponsored by Seattle Natural Awakenings Magazine. Aloha. Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. My, my, what do they call it? Chicken skin? That's in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Goosebumps. I love that song. Love bumps. They, uh, cool water. And they did that in the studio live. They're amazing. So Pen Cove Brewing uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, which is uh, Woodby Island, Coopville. Outside, probably, hopefully. Welcome back, Misty. Thanks. Who's in the room with us? Well, this would be my publicist, Jonathan. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Jonathan. I'll we met him, years him, ago. Yes, I'll let him did. say his last name because I don't want to butcher it. It's, it's, uh, how do I like to say it? It's spelled like it's pronounced and it's pronounced Massalinus. like it's you See? Oh, <laughs> perfect. First Good time. Job. That's awesome. Don't let the brain get in the way. Just go right for it. <laughs> right. That's, Just go that's right it. for it. Just go right for it. Feel confident. Yeah, there you go. If you, you think go. you're going to say it wrong, you will, though. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. When you see me butcher names. Oh, guess who's coming back? Our window rapper. Oh, Jonathan. So Jonathan (laughs) called me probably three years ago, and we had a really long conversation. And then um, through uh, Jonathan, I met Adrian. You did, Adrian the Champ Starks, founder of Champion Up. And he's been a co-host with me at least four times. Yes, he's done some great things here with you guys. In fact, he he did the show without me. He thinks that Benny's amazing, too. Benny does such an amazing job. I think that, you know, it's really important that the people behind the scenes— Get the love as well. So, Benny, it's important. You know, like Benny, I'm giving you a big air hug right now. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Back at you because one size fits all. Okay, everybody <laughs> that's listening, air hug Benny. And I bet you he'll like, like float up to the ceiling. It'd be amazing. <laughs> right into the other room for my traffic update. Did there we just create a new hashtag, by the way, of Maybe. air hug Benny? It's air hug Benny. Oh, it's a great hashtag. Love it. Wow. Love that. I like <laughs> it. I like love it. it. It's love like it. you're scaring me. <laughs> So you're supporting Misty on her journey. Yeah, she's she's done such incredible things. Again, kicking off her national book tour here in Seattle. And then she's headed out to Tucson in the beginning of September and Phoenix in the beginning of October. And it's just so great for, for the work that I do with inspirational, spiritual, and children's authors at Empower Publicity. Just to see the progress that people make. And Misty, in such a short period of time in working with her over the course of the past several months, She's done such transformative work, not only for her own life, but the lives of those that she gives back to and she serves. I know one of the things that's really true about myself is that I can't work with someone if I don't believe in them, if I don't feel that their message has tangible substance and depth and that they also are heart-centered in the process. Because there's a lot of people, let's be honest, there's a lot of people that are 
authors and speakers and coaches and healers that they may talk out of one set of their mouth and kind of do the other. And I really believe that, especially now and moving forward, it's so important to be in alignment. It's so important to come from integrity and authenticity because nothing else sticks right now. Amen. And I knew that as soon as I talked to Misty on the phone, I'm the same way. I have plenty of people that want to be on the show, but I have to feel it. Yep. And usually we'll be on the phone longer than we're supposed to be. And that's that's how I know. Mm-hmm. We have way yep. too much in common. And I feel like the uh, universe sent you my way. Yeah. I feel the same about you. Totally. Totally had a resonance with you the first time I talked to you. And Absolutely. I can't imagine what it's mm-hmm. like to be at East West and then listen yeah. to you. Because oh, that yeah. is what I, I really want to encourage people to get out with other like-minded people. And maybe you're, you've had that experience and you've never told anybody. and you're, Or you're just about to act on your intuition and you're not sure... You East West kind of saved my life. I used to have like a field trip there. I'd do a class. They used to have a rock store with crystals, of course, a hippie skirt place down the road, and then Whole Foods. So that's what I'd spend right. the day um, at an Indian restaurant next door. But oh, the bottom nice. line was that was my whole day. And every time I went to East West, I said, gosh, one day I want to be a speaker. One day I want to write a book. And then after I did that, now I get to promote other people on that journey. That makes me happy. Yeah. And I appreciate it because... I walked into East West the other day and oh my gosh, so like relaxing there. It is just, the energy is just so vibrant and it's just, yeah, it's so amazing. Bima is amazing too. I mean, his energy, I just wanted to keep giving hugs hashtag to him. Hashtag air hug Bima. There you go. <laughs> I love the hashtags that oh, we're creating this He morning. would like that. And I'll tell you, Steve uh, Bonnell used to be there and he's been on the show plenty of times. Bima's been on the show. But again, to support bookstores, Buy books. Totally. Yes, go absolutely. to the speakers. I also, you know, with musicians, you know, tip them, buy their CDs. Book reviews on Amazon. That's, yeah. That definitely that's supports. Big, that's a big thing to help. It supports sure. not only, you know, self-published authors, but, you know, even those New York, those New York Times bestselling authors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to show them some love in different ways. And it doesn't take a lot to be able to, to support someone in the process. So to everyone listening in and around the Seattle area, we, we'd love for you to be there tonight at, uh, at Barnes & Noble Northgate Mall. Sunday at East West. And in the process, if you don't happen to be able to join us tonight or Sunday, you can support Misty in different ways, whether it be, you know, to follow her on social media, to be able to purchase her book, to 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 write a book review, to recommend her work to someone else, to, to recommend her work to someone else. Because, again, it doesn't really take a lot to be able to support someone in this day and age, which is great. There's different ways to go about doing that. Using your throat chakra. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And that's eastwestbookshop.com if you want to register for the class. Uh, and your website, one more time. Uh, MistyMThompson.com. And, Jonathan, you, you have a, a business of your own. I do, yes. I'm uh, celebrating, actually, this is very interesting, five years ago. I'm celebrating my five-year anniversary at Empowered Publicity working with uh, inspirational, spiritual, and children's authors all across the country. It's been such an amazing carpet ride, and it's interesting. I love one thing that I, that I see in your studio straight ahead. I have a big connection with the Disney films. One of my favorite Disney movies of all time is Aladdin, and it's no joke. Everywhere I go, I see the phrase, a whole new world awaits. So I encourage, <laughs> I encourage all authors out there, whether it be you're writing your first book or your fifth book, we're really stepping into a new level. We're stepping into a new paradigm so it's it's so great to be able to work with whether it be bookstores such as the Barnes and Nobles and the East West, whether it be Unity Churches, for example, or working with such tremendous media outlets such as yourself, such as Benny, such as the good folks here at Alternative Talk, 1150 AM KKNW. If you're interested in sharing your message and getting your message out to the world, your inspirational, spiritual or children's book, 
You can check me out at empoweredpublicity.com. You can learn more about what it is that I do. And uh, it's such an amazing magic carpet ride over the past five years. It's just uh, Seattle's been so rewarding. And it's interesting. This is probably a good way to begin to wind down our time. It's interesting that Seattle is called the Emerald City, right? Kind of like the Wizard of Oz. And in my former office, I actually have a little a little plaque of sorts, and it's got Dorothy, Toto, the Tin Man, Scarecrow, and the Cowardly Lion, and they're looking up at the Emerald City, and they don't know how it is that they're going to get there. And then to the left of the Emerald City, it says, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And my journey's taken me a long period of time to get here, but it's just really an honor and a pleasure to be of service to the people of Seattle, to be of service to Misty here and uh beginning the sixth year of Empowered Publicity. It is PR from the heart. And I'm in my sixth year, too. What, what are the odds? <laughs> and, and that whole Dorothy, put your foot right there where she starts that little spiral. Put yep. your foot right there. See yourself in those red shoes. And then think of that one thing you've been putting off, that one thing you want to do, the one thing that makes you feel joy, the thing that you came here to do, and just start taking little steps towards it. And it could be just writing down your dream on a piece of paper. Yep. It could yep. be making a phone call to someone else that, like a real estate agent. I don't know. Maybe you want your own office and, and do your healing work. But start going down that path. And my kids will tell you, I've, I've done that path. And along the way, I've had random, amazing human beings show up to, to guide me and help me. And then it was scary. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I wouldn't do it any other way. Oh, no. Yeah, you have to. You have to do it. And you just have to take the step. That's it. That first They're step. like, you should have your own show. I said, oh, no, no, I should not. <laughs> and then I left all my notes at the gym and I got here. And you know what? It turned out just fine. Yeah. And I think the most important thing is stay in the present moment. Listen to that small, still voice. And then when it says, and it really feels like when the song's playing and it's your song and there's no one on the dance floor and you have to dance, you just got, you've got to move forward. You have to. Yes. Yes, you have to. And you will have no regrets. That's right. No regrets. No regrets. And you'll honor your loved ones in the process. Oh, gosh. Don't get me started how many people are on the other side that try to get through all day long as long as we can keep our spirits high. Right. Absolutely. Uh, again, get that picture of a, a person when they're they're healthy and happy. Set it next to your bedside and ask the universe or your light beings or angels, whatever you call them, for, for a little wink from the universe. And they do come through. So, uh, hmm, Tuesday, woot woot for the Mariners. <laughs> not really but you're still gonna go to one more game sweet sweet well uh i'm glad you guys showed up uh one more time your website mistymthompson.com sweet and empoweredpublicity.com that's e-m-p-o-w-e-r-e-d publicity.com and like them on facebook if you want to reach me it's dina-marie.com and if you want to reach benny hashtag air i I really want to get this trending in seattle by the way (laughs) hashtag air hug Benny, that would be great. I'm going to start it. It'll be Twitter and Instagram and (laughs) Facebook. Be nationally known now. Benny's going to get the key to the city someday. It could be DJ Benny. Then they'd know exactly who he is. No, we'll stick with what (laughs) he's got. Hashtag simple. Okay. Hashtag air hug Benny. All right. Well, thank you for joining (laughs) us. Come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Follow the yellow brick road. 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 Follow the yellow brick road.